Hey there, this show is not for kids, although the content is very childish. Toast? Yeah. To a new job. A new job. Yep. A new job. Listen this... to her voice carefully. This is one of the last couple episodes where you'll hear her not tired voice. <laughs> We're about to hear many episodes of her very tired voice. Which we don't know how that's gonna sound. I feel like I should like give you a sample. <laughs> How's it sound? All right, here it's we go. probably gonna be like Hello, welcome to Will and Courtney's Word Club. I'm Will. I'm Courtney. What? I, I'm Courtney. What? I'm Courtney. There you go. And I I didn't come up with a word because I was tired. So um, <laughs> I have a concept, but it's really more of like... You didn't come up with a word because mostly you're working 100 hours a week <laughs> and making uh, $200 million a week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's Yeah. I'm making it sound more miserable than it will be, but I'm, I didn't come up with a word because I was tired because I was working, doing my dream work. Yay. We're really excited because she got a job that's like right there in the artistic, amazing, careery, goody, goody stuff. And it's, like, yay. It, it <laughs> checks all the boxes when it comes to like... Can't wait. Getting a job in my field in... Yeah, this city. It just it checks all the boxes. I feel very lucky. I'm very happy, and I haven't told my bosses yet. Yeah, <laughs> so well, that's gonna be hard. Oh, by the way, welcome to Will and Courtney's Word Club. It's a podcast, usually where we make up words for things that don't have them. But yeah, but see, this episode is, we're just gonna talk about me and my new job, your new job, and oh, how I haven't told anybody weeks. yet. <laughs> it's been a long two weeks. We do have words. We're we kidding. do have words. We totally have yes, words. It was you just have really words. exciting because. Oh my God. You have a job. I have a job. We've been here for like a year now. Yeah. And I've been juggling different uh, part-time jobs with one wonderful staple of a part-time job that I've had the whole time. Um, and I've been juggling other part-time jobs. It's just been really exhausting and really like, it's terrifying when yeah. you're in between part-time jobs or you're like at, at a point where you're part-time, one of your part-time jobs is like, we don't need you as much. So we're going to cut your hours or <laughs> like, uh, a lot of this podcast is us being very happy and then turn the mic off and go, okay, uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> How are we going to survive? Uh, but, you know, like part-time jobs, you know, they're wonderful for... Part-time people. Part-time people <laughs> or, you know, for, for people who want part-time jobs, like it's great. But I, I was, I, I'm not in a place where I really want that anymore and I was definitely looking for something full-time and this was up my alley. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yay. Yeah. Okay. That's out of the way. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> um, who goes first for this episode? You know. The last episode, the last word we did for the last one was the choose over. Okay, so I go first. So you yeah, go first. I go first. Um, okay, I have a word. Okay. Um, the word I have for you is Havgwin. Havgwin? Havgwin. That's a fun thing to say. Yeah. It sounds like it's in a different language. It does a little bit. A little bit. I'll give you a hint for what it means. Okay. Um. It actually is a phrase. This is the word of you saying this phrase very quickly and under your breath. So if you figure out what the phrase is. Is it how you doing? No. Close. Is it how, have, of, you, how have you been? No. Think about if you're under your breath going, have a good one. Oh, have a good one. Yeah. 
Have a good one. Great. Um, have a good one. <laughs> have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a is a simple, often rushed blessing you give to somebody in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning Great. have a good one. Perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. It doesn't matter if you've talked to the person in the elevator, if you haven't talked, if you feel weird about the person with you in the elevator, mm-hmm. no matter what you feel about them, when they walk off or when you walk off, you're going to say, have a good one. Have a good. 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 Yeah, that's so good. I love that. That's it. Oh my god. Elevator politics. Yeah, are fun to me. Have you ever had like an awkward encounter on an elevator? Hmm. I've had different varying levels of awkward encounters in elevators. Hmm. I had in college an uh, encounter with somebody who had been ignoring me for months. Oh, that's always not brutal. Um, he said, hey, how's it going? I said, you haven't talked to me in four months and walked out of the elevator. Ooh. And that was the extent of that encounter. Sass. <laughs> no, but have I farted in an elevator? That's what I'm really trying to think of. Oh, okay. When, when was the last time you farted? In when an was the last time I farted in an elevator with somebody else there? And I don't think it's happened much <laughs> because prior to you, my farts have mostly stayed inside my body. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hi. And you farted all of your farts out. Oh, God. Oh, my life. My life is coming <laughs> I can out of finally my butt. fart. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody You're else like- is showing me it's okay. <laughs> I feel like most of the time in relationships, women feel that way where they're like, I, I don't fart. I can't fart in public. We've talked about this, but um, I'm quite the opposite. And so you ha- are the one who's more fart shy. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we turned this word again into a fart related conversation. Well, what I was going to also ask you about, because this is kind of, you know, related to elevator conduct and etiquette. Yeah. Was... Um, y- you have been on a cruise before. I have. You know those glass elevators in the middle of the atrium? Oh, you mean the uh, centerpiece of the entire cruise ship? Yes, I'm aware. You, you, yeah, you know, the every child's favorite toy. <laughs> yes, I'm aware of the days I was spending. Uh, How did you conduct yourself on those elevators? Were you polite? And did you end with have a good one for every adult that came into those elevators? Or were you one of those kids that played on the elevator? Because I was definitely one of those kids that played on the elevator. I also, <laughs> look, being on a cruise ship is one of the first times in your life that you're allowed to be unattended because you're literally in a confined space where you can go nowhere that's unsafe. Mm-hmm. You can do nothing unless that's you unsafe. go overboard. Unless you do a running jump off of the pool deck and just go into the water, mm-hmm. you're really not going to do anything that bad. So, as a kid, you see an elevator. It's your first time being unattended on one after spending your whole life begging your parents to let you press all the buttons on them, mm-hmm. and you press those damn buttons like your life depends on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You press every button and you sit in the elevator and you basically take a theme park ride. And you're like, yay! <laughs> and you can see everything. Yeah, you can go up, you can go down. 
if there's freedom. anyone listening to this podcast who has never been on a cruise, who has never ridden in any kind of glass elevator, I highly recommend it. If you can't afford a cruise, don't worry about it. Look up buildings in your area, office buildings perhaps, that have a glass, glass elevator. In my hometown, our mall had a glass elevator, and that was so what? fun. Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. it also had like a moving um neon sign for Starbucks. Oh, like an so, animated neon sign. Oh, it wasn't like a screen that came up and was like a billboard. It no. was like a it was just like a, a regular sign for a shop, but it was for Starbucks, which was directly below the elevator. Mm-hmm. So as you went up, the Starbucks logo went down and as you went down the starbucks logo went up so they were on opposite pulleys what it was great oh that's cool it was really cool so if you've never ridden in a glass elevator don't worry you don't have to go to a cruise ship to do so just go to um north point mall (laughs) (laughs) in alpharetta georgia right and it's free it's free it's like a free ride yeah boy those adults were mad at us for clogging the elevator up oh my god it was us it wasn't me because uh, being a kid on a cruise ship, it's the first time you can have like an unattended friend group. Oh, yeah. If you're like you have a, a little pack sheltered kid, you have like a, a bunch of self-governed friends. Yeah. And you spend your days roaming as a pack, mm-hmm. uh, usually taking up the elevator, hanging in the kids club lounge. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And getting all you can eat nachos and ice cream. And chicken nugs. And chicken nuggets. Yep. Ah, oh, cruise ships. We got to go on a cheap-ass cruise. <laughs> yeah, we I subs- do. I subscribe to this newsletter called CheapCruises.net. <laughs> That's how you know it's legit. Yeah. It's .net. Um, if it's not cheap, is it really worth it? Yeah. Let's be and honest. So I keep getting notifications every time there's like a cruise under like $400 for like wow. four days or whatever. And I'm like, every time I see it, I'm like, we could. Except I'm pretty sure those don't have a glass elevator. No, those, or an elevator. It's probably at all. just stairs. <laughs> it's probably just a boat with an old dude on it mm-hmm. who He's wants like, to use his boat. Hi, my name's Calvin. Come my wife cooks with- and I sail the ship, and we ain't going nowhere. We're just gonna go into the middle of the sea and then come back to shore. We each take turns rowing. <laughs> it's your turn first. <laughs> anyway, do you swing? Here we are. <laughs> all right, that is half Quinn. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I have a word. Okay. My first word is low mark. Low mark? Low mark. <laughs> okay. Low mark. With a C or a K at the end? With a K. Low mark. Um, when you don't do well on your test, you get a low mark? I, that's all I have. What do you got? What is a low mark? <laughs> you rolled your eyes so hard it went back into your skull. Yeah. What is a word? <laughs> they got lost. <laughs> It took 20 minutes for them to come back. Um, so low mark, uh, to low mark is uh, when you mishear lyrics to a song and refuse to sing anything else. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. It's a it's a uh, misheard lyric that becomes the lyric. Yeah. Okay. And, and even if you know the right lyric, even if you've learned the right lyric, you will probably still sing... Yeah. The one that you heard originally, the misheard one. Wrapped up like a douche. Mm-hmm. And Wrapped up ro- <laughs> like a douche. Run the roller in the run, night. Run the roller in the night. Um, what else? Yeah. Uh, so, Raspberry Beret by Prince <laughs> for many years. Like, uh-huh. literally up until, I think, maybe two years ago. I thought it was Last Marionette. Last Marionette. Yeah. Last. 
Christmas marionette. Yeah. The guy you buy at the second hand store. Last marionette. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So I definitely thought it was that. And then when Prince died and that song played all the time, I was like, oh. And like my car had like that technology where it would show you the song that was playing. It was said Raspberry Beret. I was like, that's not what I thought it said. Oh, man. Then there was that phenomenon when Taylor Swift's song Blank Space came out and everybody thought that the lyric was, got a lot of Starbucks lovers, which is not what the lyric (laughs) is. Starbucks lovers. Starbucks lovers, which I don't know how people heard that. No. Um, what is the lyric? Got a long list of ex-lovers. That's not Starbucks. Yeah, I was it's trying to hear Starbucks. Yeah, that's that's some basic white bitches. I think Starbucks started that. Oh, probably I because they Starbucks were selling like, the album. <laughs> I bought my album. I bought my Taylor Swift 1989 album at a Starbucks. Wait, are you no doing a bit? No, no, I really, really? did. <laughs> It was that then. It's a Starbucks conspiracy. <laughs> it goes all the way to the top. <laughs> you, you, you got the CD and the barista who sells you the CD. Is that how it works? That's weird. Yeah. It was like, hey, did you hear the song where the name drop off? So like, got a lot of Starbucks lovers. And you listen to it in the car and you're like, no. I don't think that's what she says. But, well, Christine told me it was. So I guess she's right. Mm-hmm. There's also the song... Um, Mr. Bombastic by Shaggy is probably, this one's my favorite misheard <laughs> lyric of mine. Because I'm not sure any of those lyrics can be heard any right way. I, I, I don't think know, it's just interpretive. I don't know what the lyrics are. I feel like I should look them up, but I'm certain that he says, Mr. Bombastic, Mr. Provolona. Mr. Provolona. Mr. Provolona. I'm pretty sure that's what like he says. Like cheese, like provolone What's cheese. What's the real one? Are you going to Google look it? it up. Okay. All right. Well, first of all, it's Boombastic, not Bombastic. Mr. Bomb... Oh, wait. It's a song called Boombastic? It's Yeah, it's called Boombastic. I thought it was called Bombastic. I definitely thought it was Bombastic, I too. Am, okay. Okay, so it's Mr. I'm, Bombastic. Boombastic. Or, yeah. <laughs> Learning fast. It's Mr. Lover Lover. Mr. Lover Lover. Which, to be fair, is close Mr. to... Mr. Provolona. Mr. Lava Lava. Mr. Sure. Provolona. <laughs> Mr. Provolona. I'm still going to think it's that... Provolona. Mr. I'm still going to think that it's Mr. Bombastic. He's some bombastic, crazy guy. And he's a guy who likes provolone cheese a lot. Yeah. In the video in, the video in my head, he goes, I'm bombastic. And he holds up a bomb. And he says, Mr. Provolona. And he holds up a wheel of cheese in the other hand. And he mm-hmm. has a bomb and a wheel of cheese he dances with. Yeah. I'm a bombastic Mr. Propolona. That's it. Um, when I was a kid and um, I'm Blue Dappa Dee Dappa Die came out, mm-hmm. my friends all sang, I'm blue. If I was green, I would die. If I was green, I would die. If I was green, I, I would die. I think that was a joke. That was like a well-known joke because my friends would sing that too. Yeah. Well, when it was a joke, I thought that's what it really was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There were a lot of green-based jokes. I also remember Yellow Submarine went in my head. We all live in a yellow submarine. I hate the stupid thing. I wish we paint it green. We all live in- Nice. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. It's probably like a dad's favorite. Oh. You know what that is? That's oh, the yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me while I kiss, kiss the, the sky. sky. The sky. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard... I've never heard that. Like... Dads think it's excuse me while I kiss this guy. Mm, yeah. Oh. You heard it here first. 
Ask your dad. That's what he thinks. I will. I will text him. The all time of this has got to be wrapped up like a douche. I mean, oh, it's the sure. all time. That's the first thing I thought of. Right. Blinded yeah. by the light. Yeah. By who is that by? Uh, Electric l- Light Orchestra. Yellow. Let's say it. Let's do it. Let's. That's it. And it's definitely not by Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Who the fuck is that? No idea. <laughs> They're definitely not as cool as Yellow. Anyway, that's that. <laughs> Why is it Lomark? Oh, I don't know. Is this a random letters one? It's kind of a random letters. It's kind of a like. Uh, it just like felt like that. I don't know. It felt like I, I came up with a concept before I came up uh, with the word, uh-huh. and I was trying to you know just like come up with a word that was lyric but not lyric. Lyric. Kind of an opposite feeling of lyric, but has the same kind of yeah tone. Okay, because well, it's you know not what? a lyric. We make the rules. It's not the lyric. It's the low mark. <laughs> it's not the lyric. It's the low mark. Yeah. And that's what it is. And that's what it is. We don't have to have reasoning behind what we do. We just do it. Maybe in my head, I thought, like, you could mishear Lomark to sound like lyric. Yeah. Or you could mishear, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. Whatever, it's a Lomark. You know what? I'm Somebody should write a think piece about it. Yeah, why is it Lomark? Let's try to think of a definition for why it is Lomark. Let's, and it's going to be, it's going to make so much sense that you're like, yeah. No. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have a second word, my love, or a slang or something? I do. I have a quick slang. Okay. It's something that we've all talked about. We've all known about already. I'm not introducing anything new into the world here, but I just thought like I'd give my own name to it. Mm-hmm. I have a slang yeah. as part of our segment called Sling and Slang. Yeah. Sling and Slang. Sling and Slang. Segment where we make up slang for slangs that don't have them. And my slang is BRE. Okay. And it stands for bad review energy. Ooh. <laughs> so that's when you like go somewhere and the experience is so bad, you're like, oh, I'm going to write a bad review. Uh, from the other side, flip it. Bad review energy is given off by people when you work in customer service. Oh, okay. You get to the point in a customer service job where you can feel the BRE off of people from a mile away. And the second they walk in the door, you know they are going to write a bad review. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they know what they're going to write it about yet. No, but they'll find something. But they'll find something, and they're going to write it. Yep. The meme version of this is the Karen, I think. Yeah. It's just the Karen that I want to speak to the manager. Yeah. You know, with the short hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I have a different vision in my head of people that leave bad reviews. I think it depends on the job. Yeah. So for me, it's just bad review energy. Yeah. Uh, escape rooms have certain sects of people that are going to leave a bad review. Yeah. I think uh, one big one for me is families with kids who've driven in from a while away. Oh, no. They are primed. They have their their bad review gun, chock-a-block, with ammo of different things that they're not going to like. Right. <laughs> they're not going to like the fact that they drove for an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. They're not going to like the fact... If you if their kid is getting in the way of you doing the speech or telling them what to do in any way, if you tell them anything besides you're beautiful, never change, mm-hmm. that bad review has a purpose. And there it is in yep. the world. You have birthed the bad review into the world. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That same goes for if they do anything bad in the room. The worst thing is if in most escape rooms, if they're a little late, 
you have to take a little time off because mm-hmm. you have a slot, you have a schedule. You know, your room is going to start at this time. Mm-hmm. If you start late, sorry, you got to have that many minutes taken away. If you take that many minutes away and they're mad, that's one thing. If the room at one point breaks or something technical doesn't work quite right, uh-huh. then the bad review energy blows up into a bad review bomb. Oh, no. Because like- now they've been mad right. because of what you've done to them. And now you're not being perfect on your end and boom. They have to rush through it in 45 minutes, yet you can't even seem to (laughs) fix the simplest thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which they don't know actually takes like three technicians and six hours to fix, but they're like, "Uh, how Uh, dare you? State of disrepair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't mean this as a way to judge people, but I feel it. And I think people who work in customer service can feel it too. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Oh, I've definitely felt this, especially like. One of my jobs where I work at pretty high profile theater and venue and, you know, sometimes people will just come in on a night when they're already irritated, mm. you know? I thought that too. Sometimes people just come in with baggage yeah. and that's like not their fault. They have stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, and I've worked in customer service for a long time too. Most of my jobs have always relied on like just the fact that I feel like I'm good with people and I enjoy talking to people. And it seems to me that when somebody has a really big issue and they're not even willing to like work with you on it, they've got something that's not even on you anymore. Like that's, it's not you, it's not your institution. It's not your work that they're mad at. They're mad about, the fact that they were in traffic for three hours. They're mad about the fact that, you know, their best friend was supposed to come, but ditched at the last <laughs> second, like she always does. Or, you know, that concessions ran out of their favorite wine or whatever. I had a moment like that today, actually. Yeah. Like a, a group came by and they did it and they did it well. Nothing was wrong with the room, but they didn't seem to have much fun. And they kind of left to the frown. And somebody else who was with me was like, oh, that sucks. They weren't willing to have fun or whatever like that. Now it's kind of like, well, you don't know. Like they could have gotten news that somebody died right before this, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, we can't refund it, so we have to come." We have no idea, right? There could be so much else, and that's, or not even as dramatic as somebody died. If their traffic was horrible, their parking was horrible, yeah, then they're gonna have a bad time. That's they're gonna not, have a bad not, time. Not us. I yeah, know. I mean, if they got on the road and they were like, "You know what? We will be able to stop for a nice lunch," and then traffic was so bad and finding parking was so difficult that they're like, "All right." Guess we're not going to have lunch. Yeah. You know, right. then that, they haven't eaten. Yeah. Then it's 3 p.m. and they're starving. They haven't eaten lunch yet. Yeah. They're late because the hotel they stayed at, there was a kid pressing every button in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Unsupervised. It took just, 45 minutes to get down there. But at least the kid was polite. Every time someone got off the elevator, he'd say, Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. And then he'd fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad review energy. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Now back to the show. Yay! I have another word. My word is based on something that has affected us lately. Okay. The word is dinerium. Dinerium. Yes. I love the sound of that word. It yes. sounds Game of Thronesy. <laughs> dinerium. Dinerium. The Prince of Dineria. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Limeria. That's why I like. Oh yeah. <laughs> To me, it's also like a science fiction mineral or something. Like, yeah. We need to get the unobtainium. Yeah. We need to get the adamantium. We need to get the dinerium. <laughs> yeah, we need to get the dinerium or the, the race of aliens will die. The race of dinaliums will die. Dinaliums. I don't know. 
Um, Dinarium yes. is spelled D-I-N-E-R-E-M. Just in case you thought it was D-Y. Yeah, I did not. think it was D-Y. So and now I feel like I have a clue. Yes. Is this the feeling you get when you enter an old school diner? Yeah! Oh, it's the first time we, one of us has guessed it right. You've won a trip to the Caribbean. I have? <laughs> Oh my god, I'd like to thank my family. How many tickets do I get to the Caribbean? One. Oh, it's just me. <laughs> I get to go alone. <laughs> do, 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 do I have to ride with the creepy guy and his wife yes. <laughs> and take a turn rowing? <laughs> yes. Uh, and lock your door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, dinerium is the feeling of being in an empty diner late at night. I love that. Yeah. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. It's so like nostalgic. Very distinct feeling. It's a very distinct feeling. And it's a lot of things. It's the oldness of the diner. Mm-hmm. Just the idea of a diner is very distinct. Like you got the booths, you got the checkered floor, you got the coffee and the pie and the waitresses with the cute uniforms at the diner. Yeah. Yeah. Got if the, it's the l- counter seating and the I just kind of have this, standards. this idea of the feeling of... Being at a diner really late and there's nobody in there. Yeah. There's one waitress on the graveyard shift and you're in there with coffee and like, that's just the vibe. Yeah. That's a vibe. That's a mood. I love that mood. I think so too. I love it. I love it too. We recently stopped by this 50s diner between, that's like literally halfway between uh, LA and Las Vegas <laughs> yeah. called Peggy Sue's 50s Diner. And it's like a diner. In the way that Oxford is a school. It's <laughs> insane. It's got like four different dining rooms, a five and dime that's equally as big as all of the dining rooms. I should have said Harvard. Harvard is like a school. Go ahead. <laughs> and it has this thing in the back called the, um, the Dinosaur, dinosaur Park. Park. And so it's like sculptures of dinosaurs ah, doing funky fun ah, things. Yeah. It's so fun and cute and each like dining room has a different feeling the room we sat in was very old school diner it had the counter seating and booths and yeah like very dark old stinky leather booths yeah Yeah. um and like the old laminated uh menus and stuff and just like with a million things on them that's part of it totally a million things a million things you're like there's nobody working here how can they get me a salmon salad yeah country fried steak and like Curry, I don't know. It's like, yeah, geez, like got everything. Yeah, you can get anything, and you know there were maybe like I think there were two servers in that dining area, and then you move on to the next dining area, which is like that was like a nicer, a bit more like, low lit. It's kind of like a family restaurant style. It was yeah. more tables and chairs, and it had sculpt like old school Hollywood mm-hmm. um, memorabilia, like an. Elvis statue and like Blues Brothers statue and stuff. Yeah. And then in the back. Yeah, you go through the door of that and you get to a pizza parlor. Yeah. Like a 50s style pizza parlor where they're making pizza. This is the same building that the diner and the restaurant yeah. were in. And it's located really close to a military base. And I guess they do pizza delivery to the, the military base. base. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. It was really neat. It was nice. And outside. And they have like almost like an amphitheater setup, like right by the yeah. dinosaur 
uh, park. park. There's like a little stage and like the back wall curves and stuff. So like you could feasibly have like live music out there. Yeah. It was really cool. It's like a Twilight Zone thing. It's like there's a one single tiny diner, but you go through a door and like you're in something completely different. Yeah. And it, none of this you'd expect to be there. And you drive up and it looks smallish. I yeah. mean, it doesn't look massive. It looks like it's about, you know. It's like a diner TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> it looks, it It does not look like it's as big as it is. No, like you awesome. would. It's a gift would, shop. Giant yeah. gift shop. Giant Every gift 50, shop. Every 50, oh, guy, you got the coolest lunchbox with Rosie the River. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Ugh, we got so a cool. we got a mug from there. It was really, really cool. Yeah. I, I love going into a diner. Dinerium. Dinerium. <laughs> so cool. I also have something that has applied to us recently. Cool. My word is Vitalizor. <laughs> Vitalizor? Vitalizor. God, I'm going to make another boner pill joke. This is the whole theme of this, this podcast now. <laughs> I keep How trying to make How many boner pills them. can we name? <laughs> I keep trying to make sure that they don't sound like boner pills, but they always do. <laughs> Vitalizor, because it can happen at any moment. <laughs> I'm really sorry. It always sounds like that. If after taking Vitalizor, you have had an erection for more than four hours, that joke. Yeah. <laughs> So, Vitalizor is not a boner pill thing, but I guess it sounds like a boner pill. It also sounds like a Stan Lee-themed medical superhero. Cool. <laughs> so I'm picturing him with like a red and white costume with like a pill for a head. Oh, shit. That's from Osmosis Jones. I'm picturing, <laughs> I'm picturing David Hyde Pierce in Osmosis Jones. <laughs> Very good, hun. Yeah. Very good. What is Vitalizor? So Vitalizor is a calm, self-aware, and justified rage over something very small. Oh, okay, really? That's fun. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. What? What you? What? What would have made you uh, think of that recently? Well, interestingly enough, <laughs> Weird. so there is. There just happens to be something that makes you think of this. Yeah, maybe, interestingly enough, there recently. was there was a time recently. God, I don't know when it was. Maybe, maybe it was one like or like two days night, ago. One last night. Was, <laughs> was it, it last, last night? night? <laughs> was it last night or was it the night before? Actually, wow. If I think back, I believe it was last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there might have been something. If I could really rack my brain, I could think of something that might have happened. Last night. Was it last night or was it the night before? Uh, what happened last night? What was what was our night last night? All right, sorry, we we let go of the thoughts. <laughs> and it was not last night. It was, it was not the last night, night before. It was the night before. So I think I'm gonna fast forward that section. I'm not gonna cut it. I'm gonna fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Two nights ago, well, we had a day where Will didn't have to work and I had to work later in the afternoon, one of my part-time jobs. And so we were doing some word club stuff and just like sort of working, working, working through the morning and mid-afternoon. And I kind of just like forgot to, well, I, I didn't eat breakfast. Like you don't. Like I don't. And when it came to about lunchtime, I had to go to my job and I was like, crap, I don't have time to eat lunch. So I'm going to grab a little granola bar. So I grabbed a granola bar and I ate it on the way. 
And that was it. That was the only food that I had had. And coming home from my job, it was well after dinner time. So we went and got takeout, came back, set up our little tray tables in front of the couch so that we could watch a quick little something. And my tray table was to the left of the couch and had a nice beer on it, which will very ne- generously opened and placed inside a koozie. Aren't I the best? He was just the best. He Out also bought our dinner opening, that night. Well, yeah, but that's nothing. I opened your beer. He opened the beer. It wasn't a twist off either. Nope. I had to get, let me tell you, I, I had to get a bottle opener from the drawer. I had to go over to the bottle. I had to open the beer. Can we get back to my story? Yes. Okay. So the open beer is sitting atop my wobbly tray table, which I pick up in an attempt to move it in front of me so that I can watch the show and eat the food. And as I pick it up to move it, the beer topples over in what appears to be a hundred billion frames per second, slow motion. (laughs) And I reach for it and I grab it. But not before it has done, I don't know, maybe two or three complete flips in the air and spilled out about half of its contents onto myself, my food, (laughs) my tray table, which had the remotes and the controllers for the TV and stuff, the rug, the floor, the couch, and my spirit. (laughs) (laughs) And ordinarily... If a spill like that would happen, I'd be like, oh, man. And I would wipe it up and I'd be like, all right, well, such is life. Let's We'd laugh and be like, oh, my laugh. God, that oh sucks God, so that bad. Sucks. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. It always sucks. And oh, well. But, but I was not what happened. so damn hangry. And I was so enraged by this happening that I went. I've, we've been together for two and a half years. I've never seen you matter <laughs> about anything i went off serious in the most calm way i could possibly muster (laughs) Uh uh-huh which is not very calm (laughs) i just sat there and i kind of like just collected my thoughts as to what had just happened you had the tone of a mother whose child had just drew in crayon over every bit of wallpaper in the nicest room in the house yeah (laughs) the grittedest teeth oh yeah (laughs) There was a moment when after everything was cleaned up, you know, because I kind of slammed things around and cleaning it up and we we cleaned it up very quickly. And I was like, you know, there were still probably things to clean up, but I got to a point where I was done. I was like, all right, I'm done. And I sat down like determinedly and I moved my tray table just very, very carefully. And I was like, I was like, I really wanted that beer, though. And Will gets up and gets me a new beer in a koozie and places it on the tray table. I had to open another beer, y'all. And I say, please take it out of the koozie. And I did. And he took it out of the koozie and put it back on my tray table. And I said, I don't trust it there. And I took it off. And he took it off. <laughs> and I put it on the table for a And he put it on the kitchen table. And I sat down. And you sat down. And I put my hand on your leg. I just, and I said, don't touch me right now. And I don't I, think I've ever said that to anyone. Took my hand back off. <laughs> I looked forward. I ate my food. And I shoveled mine into my gob until <laughs> I had a stomach ache, but was at least a little bit more coherent. 
and then got my beer. And meanwhile, as I'm shoving food into my gob, I'm looking over at Will every like 10 seconds and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm so mad right now. Yeah. That's what's funny about a Vitalizor <laughs> is that you're self-aware, you know how ridiculous it is. Yeah. And you're in, you're witnessing your emotions as if you're somebody else watching you. Yeah. And you're just like, I know that what I'm doing is so out of line right now. I'm trying to pilot this ship and the ship is veering off course. I'm trying to get it to apologize or be nice or anything. Literally, all you can do is be like, well, what you were doing the other night was like, get it off of the table. I'm sorry. I'm raising my voice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust the table. Again, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please don't touch me. I love you very much, <laughs> yeah. but I don't want yeah. you to touch me for yeah, the next exactly. 20 minutes or so. <laughs> don't touch me. I love you. Bear with me while I reboot. <laughs> Error. 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 <laughs> Restart. <laughs> yes, you ate and ate and went, I'm sorry. And I was like, uh, eat, eat, eat. And you're like, I'm sorry. Okay. And I'm like, Okay, yeah, of course. And after a while, he went, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I forgive you. It's Hilarious. so hard to come out of those. Well, I mean, it's easy to come out of those things. But it, those things, man, they happen in a flash. You used the term lizard brain the other night. And I thought that was apt. That's where the, the Liz comes from in, Liz, in Vitalizor. Oh. Yeah. What is it? Is a Vital from Vitality? It's from just like vital. It's like vital brain functions. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're you're speaking. You're only doing vital things. Can I humbly suggest mm -hmm. a word change? You could change the word. I don't no, care. No, I want to keep the word. Uh huh. I want it to be vitalizor. Do you remember Sweetigor? Oh, I was th the thinking about that too. The monster that lives inside you that eats candy. Vitalizor is a vitalizor monster. Vitalizor that sounds like a Godzilla-like kaiju dinosaur monster. Yeah. That comes out when something very small happens. Yeah. That sets you over the edge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vitalizor is the monster that you become whenever you're I thought mad about, about that, something. but I was like, is it off brand if it's not Halloween? But not I, at all. I okay. love the idea of we're somehow making like a... Lore? Like, like yeah, like a lore or like a expanded universe of... I don't know, what do you call the Godzilla and Mothra and all of them? The cavalcade of the menagerie of giant monsters. Yeah. We're making one of those. Yeah. Part of the mythos of Will and Courtney's word club. Sure. Because we need a mythos, of course. Hop on board. We now have two If you monsters. haven't subscribed, subscribe now. Yeah, we're going to be, we're making, we're a monster maker. <laughs> I was going to say Monster Factory, but that's a branded IP I don't want to touch. Yep. Um, they will send their Mac lawyers right on our asses. Yep. Um, yes. Vitalizor. Vitalizor. I love it. Yeah. I'm picturing Godzilla-ish. Yeah. But it's like, you incredible Hulk yourself into a Godzilla. Mm-hmm. It's like, Rah! But it's a very self-aware Godzilla. It's yeah. not like- it's, I'm sorry. It's not a rage that- I love you. <laughs> Get away from me. I'm hideous. <laughs> it's not the kind- I don't trust the koozie. <laughs> I didn't trust the koozie at all. I'm the kind of person who will put a koozie on a cup with like a round bottom all day. And I'm like, whatever. If it tips over, it tips over. I spill shit on myself all the time. But like when a Vitalizor thing happens, it's yeah. just, it's that one extra thing. It's when you stub your toe when you're already 
like stressed and trying to get out the door and running late. It's when you, uh, you know, your phone dies and you are lost and you're using your GPS. It's It's when you're late to work and you're driving and then somebody rear ends you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You hear that noise of your car getting hit and Vitalizor comes out. Yeah. It's rage, but it's level headed. Yeah. It's it's lizard brain rage that you can do nothing but watch yourself go crazy. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and because you're a a well-rounded adult, you're like, I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to I'm going to talk like this. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to call people names. I'm not going to get like ugly or mean. I am however going to express my anger very strongly yeah. and no one can do anything about it. I need it. you to know exactly how I feel. Exactly how I feel. <laughs> While still understanding that I respect you as a human being. Eye contact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so or yeah. God, I love I love them. I love you. I love you too. And thank you guys for coming to Will and Courtney's work club. Yes. We had a good time today. I hope you did too. Um congrats one more time on your new job. Thanks. By the time this comes out, I will have started, so it won't be nearly as awkward. Well, or it'll be more awkward, we'll tell. Yeah. We'll tell. Guys, you can uh, find a full dictionary of all of the words we've made so far and more info about us at our website, wcword.club. You can also follow us on social media at wcwordclub. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're on Instagram. Those things are very fun. Yep. Um, I recently so- just made 59 individual graphics for all the definitions. They're very cool. Yeah. Um, and they're colorful. And thanks to the band called Wolfpack. Wolfpack. For the use of their song, Animal, Animal Spirits. Spirits. And remember, guys. Vitalizor. I'm sorry. I'm I love so, you. I love you I love so you. much. I love I you. I am so sorry. <laughs>